First I think about you Then I think about me loving you Then I think about you and me Deciding we could be one 19-year-old Richard Ob is one of 14 students who crowd this steamy rehearsal room at New York University's Tisch School of the Arts musical theater training program. Like the others, this talented raven-haired youth has come to New York City to hone his performance skills in classes like this and to make it big on Broadway. Michon Peacock is a former Broadway actor and dancer who now serves as mentor to many of the young hopefuls at the school. I love working with young people. These students who study uh, music and dance and acting learn a lot about themselves. They learn about how to communicate in many different ways. They learn about discipline. They learn how to collaborate. They learn how to rely on one another, how to trust one another. All these things are valuable in any aspect of life. While classmate Christine Capabianco takes a turn belting out a song from the ultra-modern rock-based musical Rent, Mr. Ob explains what it means to be starstruck, bitten by the theater bug, that is, in love with Broadway. It's when, no matter how much you can admit that you love other things and you have other interests, that there's just nothing else in the world that you could ever imagine doing. One day, you just sort of wake up and go, this is what I'm meant to do, and I'm going to go for it. And New York is where Mr. Ob intends to do it. New York is so alive and so just, there, there's always something going on and it's constantly moving and I, I just love the excitement and the lights and the, the sounds and I, I go back up upstate at home and I, I try to sleep and I can't because it's just too quiet. It's awful. It's just, I need the sound. I need the noise. It's, it's great. And just think of all the stars that walked on the same streets that we did. And, that I mean, just all comes together to, to form what is Broadway and what is New York. And, and it's just, it's incredible to consider myself a part of it. Ms. Capobianco has finished her song and takes a moment to tell me why she chose what must be one of the world's toughest career paths. Just my love for it. When I'm under the lights, I feel like I'm home. You know, even though you're not being yourself, you're letting out parts of yourself that people don't normally get a chance to see. So it's almost, you're letting out the innermost parts of you to complete strangers, but, but they're willing to watch, and they're, they're receiving it, and they're applauding it. That's why it's so special. It's a heightened reality. It allows you to uh, really soar. Or really fall. <laughs> succeed. Succeed. How much more space you have? He. He. Succeed. Succeed. There is ample opportunity to rise and fall and rise again at rehearsals like this one for a revival of the 1962 musical How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Tisch school student Ari Butler has landed the role of Finch, the main character in the show. Mr. Butler hopes that performing in quasi-professional shows like this will get him noticed by both talent scouts and the public. In that sense, he says, it's easy for him to relate to his character, a window washer who schemes his way to the top of the corporate ladder. Yeah, you know, I always think it's funny because the first song I sing in the show is How to Succeed. But what I'm thinking is I want to succeed too. So, like, yeah, I have a lot of things in common with them. And, you know, like getting a job in this uh, worldwide wicket building it's the same thing as auditioning for the show and getting a part like you know you say the right things and you hope you do your best and you smile as big as you can and hopefully you impress the right people say, 
Mishan Peacock reminds her students that Broadway theater is an industry as well as a means of creative self-expression and artistry. You have to learn how to market yourself. So you have to know yourself really well. You have to know where you're going to fit in, who needs you, who needs what. And then you have to learn what it is that you can provide so that you can make money doing this. I asked Christina Capobianco if she finds any contradiction between her artistic aspirations and the financial bottom line. It's the, the first thing an actor hears is that, you know, when you're going to love your art and your craft and you're going to think it's the most wonderful thing in the world and then, you know, what, money gets involved and everything goes to hell. <laughs> um, you're often forced to compromise yourself, your principles or your, your artistic goals in order to, you know, support yourself or to, to, in order to sell yourself. I asked her why she chose the song from Rent earlier. Why? It's nice to get a really straight-ahead song that's powerful and, and uh, you can, for, for my purposes, that I can cut and use for an audition that shows me off well. <laughs> that's the absolute truth of it. Another truth is that Ms. Capobianco prefers old-fashioned musicals like Guys and Dolls, a comic romance from 1951 about gamblers in New York, to more raw, more modern fare. I saw the revival of it. Uh, when it came back to Broadway, and oh, it was one of the best experiences I ever had at a Broadway show. So you don't think it's too corny or anything? I mean, you don't think wrinkly... Oh, I love the corny stuff. I mean, that's, that's what I live for. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I think it's 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 full of morals and, and uh, kind of a, a genuine hope and love love for life that we don't have anymore. It's, everything's so cynical now. Well, sir, all I can say is if I were a bell, I'd be ringing. <laughs> there you go. Not everyone can afford to be cynical, especially when they stand poised on the brink of success. Tonight, after a seeming lifetime of preparation, Tisch school student Rick Fagno is about to go on stage for the first time at the Broadhurst Theater, one of Broadway's oldest venues. Being on Broadway is something that's uh, it's like doing a World Series every night, you know. Mr. Fagno has been hired to dance in Fosse the hit dance review named for Bob Fosse, a now legendary choreographer credited with bringing Broadway dancing to new creative heights. He was a great dancer, number one. Definitely one of one of the best dancer choreographers of this past century. He had a complex that he didn't think he was good enough from what I've heard. People have told me, you know, he had his little uh, insecurities about things. Can you relate to that? Oh, definitely. I'm always insecure about everything I do. You exude such confidence. It's all front. It's all front, yeah. How do you feel right now as you're about to go on, and can you give you sort of a sense of what it's like kind of in your stomach? I'm getting nervous because I have to go change for the last number of the first act, Dancing Man. I have to uh, make sure I, I know what I'm doing. I'm nervous about just not bumping into somebody. You know, I just I, I know the choreography. I just don't want to run and do something on the wrong count and cause some big chaos, but I, I think I'll be all right. I hope so. Yep. Moments later... Dancing in full seersucker costume and a dandy's walking stick before a full Broadway audience, Rick Fagno is all right. Mishan Peacock of the Tisch School has watched Mr. Fagno grow and flourish over the years. Flight 159. Go. They're such a bright, very bright generation. I think we'll be very safe in the future with these young people kind of paving the way for all of us. <laughs> On Broadway in New York City, this is Adam Phillips reporting.